Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Hello and welcome back to Strip It Back. I'm excited to be here today and I'm it's already feeling a lot hot and steamy in here and I think it's because there's three Italians in the presence of each other. <laughs> but I think I'm going to handball this to you, Joanne. How are you to introduce our guest today? Oh, it would bring me so much joy. And, yes, we do have a very, very passionate soul sister joining us today. It brings me so much pleasure to introduce everybody in the Strip It Back community to a woman who has worked very closely with me for the last couple of years to crack open this mad woman that I'm becoming. Elisa, welcome to Strip It Back and we are so happy to have you. It's such a pleasure to be here. Like, absolutely, I can't wait. And you're here from that beautiful, (laughs) delicious accent. She's Italian, she's gorgeous, she's sexy, she's alive and she's (laughs) here to teach us all Um, a little bit more about embodying our beauty, our sensuality. And I'm going to ask you, Elisa, to explain to our audience a little bit about who you are, what it is that you do, and um, let's let's see where the conversation flows beautifully. Yeah, sounds great. So I I feel like I'm a tantra queen and a sex and relationship expert, and I'm just supporting women to feeling sexually liberated, empowered, connected with themselves and able to leave the relationship they wanted with themselves and others. Mm. And to get there, I use, you know, modern psychology technique, shamanism, mainly actually, let's be honest, is tantra and and a holistic approach towards sexuality and well-being. So it's not only focused on the body, but, yeah, it's a bit broader. Mm. Yeah, so that's kind of like in a nutshell, I would say, isn't it? I love that. And what about for people that have heard of Tantra before? Because I feel like there's a little stigma around the word Tantra. It's let's get our rocks off and it's one big orgy. Can you give us a little, I'm going to go there. I'm the first one to like put a word out there. This is where the conversation's going. Log off if you're not happy. But what what can you say to people when they hear tantrum? What what more is, what can you give us? Yes, that's such a good point. (laughs) And I love how you laid out. So first of all, tantra, despite is well known in Western society for the I don't know, the art of sex. It's actually, or the art of orgy, as Renée said. (laughs) It's actually a philosophy. It's so way beyond that. I would say that on 100% of the tantric teaching, 15% are on sexuality. And the rest are other practices, such as yoga poses, breath techniques, uh, chanting practices, and, you know, philosophy, and things like this. So it's way beyond sexuality and tantra might define themselves as a as a way to wake up as a path towards enlightenment that utilize every experience in life to get there so instead of dismissing a part of human experience such as sexuality such as 
the world is bringing them together. So, you know, thousands of years ago, I feel like we had the split between spirituality and kind of like um, the body and this life. So this is about bringing them together and see the sacred in the everyday life experiences. Mm-hmm. I love the way you explain that. Like I just put my hand on my heart, like the body and the spirituality, and it's this meshing together of those words. It's like normalising the passion and beauty in the most simple acts in life. That's how I see it, and that's some of the things that you've taught me through the work that we've done together. Eating a piece of cake can be sensual. You know, dancing in the rain, like, you know, this whole embodiment of yourself. So, yeah, I, I guess that whole idea of breaking the stigma between Tantra and sex, like for me, the first time I heard Tantra, I just thought of Sting and how, you know, Sting doesn't ejaculate. That's Tantra. It's a man not ejaculating. That's, you know, and my God, haven't you opened my eyes and, and many women around that there's so much more to what that is. So thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I, I sit here and I, I think about what you do and I see you as a person that empowers women to actually wake up parts of themselves that have been lying dormant for many years. So if I was to describe you and what you helped me with, that's what I would say. What does that feel like to you? Is that something that you feel you embody? Yeah, definitely. Definitely I feel like empower women and to peel off the layers that they are like keeping them trapped, Mm. you know, in lack of, confidence lack of connection with their body because they learned that sex was wrong because they learned that expressing themselves freely was wrong and sexuality is about performance so acting a certain way to look sexy because they learned that if their body don't look in a certain way they're not sexy so they should feel ashamed and self-conscious so I feel that through um, peeling off those layers it's true that their uh, vibrancy comes alive and they also feel more empowered and confident because they have been learning to feel self-conscious and together we're peeling off all this limiting belief and doubt that are holding them back through fully embracing themselves. And when that happens, there is an empowerment that comes with it. Mm. I absolutely love that. Uh, I feel like having gone to a, grown up in a very Catholic education system and the sex ed talk was very, we've spoken about this on previous episodes, but very much fear-based, I would say, and I think that has led to a misinformed of information and the way I initially approached sex in my earlier stages of exploration. And I think that this is a really powerful conversation, not only for women that might be just starting out and exploring their sexuality, but all women. So when you have people come to you in, say, Um, a session and they're wanting to be cleared or cleansed of say sexual partners what what kind of work do you do with them yeah so 
I feel like you mentioned a couple of points. So one was about the fearful approach towards sexuality and the upbringing. So the kind of like conditioning and then another one kind of what holding on to previous sex experience that might not have been as present, as connected as they would have liked them to be. Right. So my approach towards sexuality is from a holistic perspective. So we're not, uh, seeing the being as just the body, but there is the emotional body, the physical body, the energetical body, there is the mental body and the spiritual part as well. So the soul of the consciousness or the depth and the essence. And so that clearing must happen from, you know, either past experiences or uh, conditioning must happen on every level to feel complete. And so we work on the physical body with, you know, the armoring of the yoni, which is um, internal massage that could be done by me, by a masseur. It could be done by their partners or themselves, depending on what are their boundaries, their needs, their desire, their openness. And is about kind of like, supporting the body to let go so when women experience um sexual experiences that are not um super present conscious maybe they make love when they don't want to make love or maybe they make love with someone uh thinking that is just about pleasing them or maybe they make love in a way that just, you know, oh, I need to do this and just because I have to. And they feel disconnected and they're more self-conscious and they're very focused on um, what their partner feels. Or maybe they get penetrated before they're ready. So all of those things build up tension within the yoni, which is a Sanskrit word for vagina and vulva. And these create disconnection. And in the long run, leads to pain and numbness so every woman has the birthright to feel a lot of pleasure throughout penetrative sex whether it's with cock toys fingers whatever it is and many women do not experience that because they have built up a lot of disconnection and tension and all of this is preventing them from feeling it and so we need to work on the physical level, right? So massaging this area, teaching them about the pleasure spot, releasing a want and tension, uh, build strength in their muscles so that they can feel more pleasure, but also having them relax. Um, and at the same time, so this is like on the physical level. And then at the same time, there is also an emotional uh, wound that sometimes have been created through... Um, unskillful sexual experiences or unpleasant sexual experiences. And so a lot of time we need to offer a safe space in which they can let go. They can express emotion that they haven't felt in the past. And, you know, I do tantric massage, which is a, a massage that goes on the physical level, emotional, all those, those bodies, all those levels and layers that we mentioned. So the mental, the emotional, the physical, energetic and spiritual and, you know, in that massage, often when I say to women, it's like, you might going to be screaming or crying. 
And they feel a little bit confused because they're like, what are you talking about? I thought sexuality was just about pleasure. But in the healing process, we need to let go of trapped emotion. And because in the past, we didn't want to feel them fully, we hold them in and they're trapped into our bodies and our body shuts down. And then, yeah, we don't feel fully. And so this clearing, as I said, needs to happen on all these layers and then we need to clear the limiting beliefs and then we need to support them into clearing energetically if there is any blockage and help them connecting with their essence as they make love with themselves or other people so feeling really connected with their consciousness within with the soul their spirit with their heart so that their sexuality their heart and their spirit are in alignment and all open Mm. I love this because (laughs) actually what I'm hearing is we are in the same line of work looking beyond the physical body and energetic just taking it from different angles and it can't be one or the other it's the holistic puzzle and you know we're here on this earth we associate so much with feelings we can't possibly only take it on the physical level. Here I am touching my myself, <laughs> my shoulders and that, thinking that, you know, it needs to be beyond. So I, you've just described that in such a concise, beautiful way. Mm. And having having worked with you, I can, I, I'm just nodding along going, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And I can attest to every part of that and, um you know, I I have worked with you closely in workshops and individually and and when I describe to people what why I went to you, sometimes I can't name exactly what it was. It was like this intuitive drive was you were brought to my presence, you were brought into my world for a reason. And you know, I talk very openly with with my community around this whole trauma that I experienced with my ex-husband. And then I came to you because it was almost like there was something needed um, for me to wake up in myself. So not only did you help me with that phase, you have then worked closely with me in a number of um, avenues to crack open this heart space and this soul space. And I can very confidently sit here and say that if it wasn't for that work, I wouldn't be here speaking my truth and being of service. I wouldn't be here sharing my story and creating even this podcast with Renee for a year ago now. So it's so much more like once you heal and clean up, which we've talked about heaps, Renee, clean Mm -hmm. up, new stuff can come to the surface that women just need to know about this is something that needs to be shared and it needs to be experienced and and like you said all at different levels of what someone needs so what I heard from you was it could be a couple's workshop it could be coming to which I've been to one of your introduction to tantra to understand that in a in a group setting with a partner or on your own it can be one-on-one it can be co you know anything can be created based on your point of need And I urge everybody to just explore that for themselves, to think listening to you, like the idea, it's like cracking yourself open to something magic, that's for sure. So thank you for sharing that so beautifully. And thank you again for all the work that you've done with me. And and, um, yeah, so you can all blame Elisa for this like really vibrant woman. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's a couple of you amazing women that have led to this, you know, oh, I'm just living in my truth. It's it's really liberating. So I love it. <laughs> I think that's something to acknowledge, Joanne, that it is it does take a team. And along the way, you will resonate in needing different things. And yes. you are your own guru. And I think that's really important for people to come back to themselves. And then you innately know when you are deep down who do you want to call in and have on your team? And there was a reason you called this divine human on your team. Absolutely. Yeah, I really like your point, Renee, on you are your own guru because I feel I feel like I don't change people. Exactly. I, I just, in a way, like lay the foundation and provide tools for them to feel um, empowered and to allow themselves to peel off all these layers that have been keeping them, trapping them down and feel more alive and authentic and vibrant. But I kind of, I create a very safe and grounded space for people to feel safe to come out. Come out. They kind of like, they felt, oh, it's unsafe here. I'm going to hide, right? And that's how they live their life. And then here I am telling you're safe. You know, you're welcome here. You can hold yourself and I can hold you. I can support you. And then all of them is, is coming, coming out. And then they feel more whole and complete. But I don't change people. I just provide the ground space and safe for them to come out and give them tools and support and guide and processes. And, you know, like I, I really take them, you know, by hand and guide them step by step. And that could look like a, you know, group workshop and stuff like that but it's just you are your own guru and along the line you get guides that will come and help you in that hero journey you know and I am a guide with a genius that give you like I don't know uh, magic tools and stuff but you're the one doing the journey so Mm -hmm. yeah that's a very important point that in this society we tend to we learn. We learn that we don't know and that the teacher knows more, that the doctor learn no more, that this one learn more, know more than us. And even in my sessions, sometimes clients are surprised by how much, you know, I'm really inviting them. They're like, you tell me. I'm like, no, 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 no. You tell me your sexuality. Like, I can give you this and this and this, but tell me. And then, you know, after a while, they really start to believe in themselves more. And that's very important. That's, I guess, it's part of the empowerment that you were talking about, right? Like, um, I empower women. It's true. Like, I really support them in seeing the divine feminine that they are and the perfect living beings that they are when they let go of all these doubts that they have learned. I feel like we are perfect as we are and because we are embedded in a very sexual negative environment, we then think that we are sexually broken while we were never sexually broken in the first place. Mm, I love it. I literally have this sentence in my brain and I know you and I have spoken, you don't have a magic wand. You don't have the magic wand, but what you have is the ability to hold space and women coming together to do that. It comes back to, again, Renee, connection and community, right? Like calling in people to support you in 
finding that connection and community to then share what's going on for you and and link and learn from each other but most importantly from yourself like that's what I'm hearing that's the message I'm getting loud and clear well I think we're we're our own university really when Mm. you stop looking out there and you come back in you've got all the tools there are guides that can you know like you said give you a few more strategies and things that you can bring in but ultimately you get to decide what you're going to pull out there and and be with that. Mm. I have to come back to the education side of things with you too. Like do you feel that women um, know about all the anatomy of their yoni? Because I remember, Joanne, just looking at you, Mm. when we were in Singapore, we had this little, I don't know, we had this. I know what you're going to say. (laughs) We had a, well, I don't even know what you call it, a Tupperware party which was like for sex toys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was so and much more fun than a Tupperware party, let yeah, me tell it you. Was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember. Yeah, anyway. But I remember when the lady pulled out the diagram and my jaw dropped and I thought, wow, I am, I don't even know how old I was there, maybe 30 and I am still learning about something that has been with me forever and I'm just wondering what's your experience with women coming to you and actually not really understanding their divine feminine all of it yeah that's a great point so there is a big lack of education about anatomy even pleasure anatomy I've I've been teaching to pelvic floor specialists I've been teaching to sexologists and I've been teaching to doctors and they come to me and they tell me oh my god we just even learn you know maybe some parts but just about in a clinical way and we don't actually even learn how is the map of pleasure so we you know even specialists don't know the map of the potential that our yoni has and it's so sad. And if even a doctor doesn't know it, let's imagine like a person that doesn't have uh, a degree in that field, right? Even worse. So, yeah, I've been, I've been teaching, I think, every couple of weeks since a few years now, like women's sexuality workshop about anatomy. And over and over again, people are speechless about the things that they don't know. From... A basic understanding of I don't know erectile tissue most women don't know that they have that they can have it hard on like the male parts and that until actually their body is engorged they are not able to feel as much and that takes I don't know 20 30 minutes depending on circumstances and stuff and most of the time sex is over within 15 20 minutes so guess why women cannot feel so much pleasure on the inside or, you know, they're very confused. Why in five minutes I don't get wet? And most people think that being wet is an advanced stage of arousal when it's not. Engorgement is actually very important for not talk about uh, other parts such as, you know, the cervix. Like I had women that were like 35, 40 years old telling me, I thought I have a cyst in my yoni and I was disgusted by this bump, little lump. And then they understood that it was the uterus that is where, you know, like 
it's, it's so amazing. Like, is there a womb? Is there magic power of creation there? And, and the reflexology is connected with the heart. There is so much to, to say more about it. But, you know, I just mentioned a few things that most people are not aware of. And that's okay. Like, it's not wrong. I mean, mm. it's, it's not natural, but it's normal. You know, like it's sadly normal that we don't know that. So if anyone listening feels confused about their cervix, their G-spot, what, they can have an erection? I didn't know that or something like that. Um, I would say, you know, it's okay that you don't know. Like I give you the permission to don't know. Like don't feel ashamed of it because no one taught you. But it's never too late to learn. And there are so many um, courses and books that, you know, you can come to one of my workshops. I would love to serve you. And uh, there are also other resources that you can find to, to learn more. And I've not only been teaching to women, actually. I work with a lot of men that want to learn about um, women's sexuality, too. And it's a pleasure to teach them. I was just about to ask yeah. you that. You know, it sounds like, is it just for females? And, and I know the answer is no, but it's, I'm really glad that you brought that up because you do work with a lot of men as well, don't you? Yeah, I do. I've been working actually with so many men, not only about women's sexuality, but also male sexuality. But I'm now going to move a little bit more on women for the next couple of years, I think. That's going to be my direction. But yeah, I've been working closely with men, on teaching them on women's sexuality, like teaching them how to pleasure women, the different, you know, the nine type of female orgasm, female arousal, um, how to awaken more pleasure, how to let go of numbness and pain, all of these type of things, teaching them um, how to support women do that. And, um, and also learning, you know, their counterpart on their sexuality. Because what you mentioned about like seeing at the beginning, right? Like not ejaculation, it's something that actually men can do. And I've been teaching so many men how to control their ejaculation, how to unlock full body orgasm and, uh, and it's amazing. Like, it's just, you know, it's amazing. The knowledge that Tantra has about sexuality, despite it's not all about sex, it's immense and it's so advanced and kind of like late, late you know, um, really the last research are just catching up on stuff that was already said from a ba base eye gazing, you know, Tantric have been saying, I gaze before lovemaking in silence, just look into each other's eyes and feel the essence of one another mm -hmm. and do that in lovemaking. And then, you know, like late research has shown that um, eye gaze create bonding and that support relaxation in the body and da 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 all things that support women to then feel more pleasure in sexuality. And who sit and look into each other's eyes for five minutes without talking, mm -hmm. looking into each other's soul? Like no one, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're really seeing sexuality in a more one-dimensional way and we need to add a lot of dimension to it. And um, there, is, there are so many possibilities and I see it happening all the time and I know it's a journey, right? So, so mm. might be listening here like, oh my God, I feel overwhelmed, but there's always a starting point and always like take one step at a time. And I've been seeing women get transformed, Joanne. You're one. Here you go. <laughs> you know, it is. It's not. It's not just you. Like you know, it's just. It's a thing. We just need to learn. We've been. A, we don't know what we don't know, and then when we know it, we can change. Mm. Mm. Lifelong journey. 
Some we people might be still back at the nine orgasms, just saying <laughs> that whole part. So it, it's a door to be opened. Yeah. My, my head went, my head went. For anybody who's a mum listening, it's Father's Day coming up, so maybe they need to go and get this gift. For the day. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, yeah, everyone's going, oh, so I can make my partner go and do how to, like, mind blown, right? I just love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we could talk for another hour. Like I really do and, and I feel we've just kind of cracked open, like you said, don't feel overwhelmed by the conversation. It might be a lot for you to take in but all we wanted to do was give everybody a taste for what else can be explored when we step into our divine feminine, when we are our own guru and we look into things um, that can help us, I guess, be the best and most alive um, that we can be in that present moment. So really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank awesome. you. Thank what a conversation. Yeah. Such a pleasure. I could talk for days. Start because we were just like, let's get in there. We're going to need I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, we didn't even talk about our oils. And we chose them specifically for today, Elisa, too. You'll be so proud. Renee's, Renee's our, my, I call her my little essential oil guru. I know they make me feel good. I know they smell great, but she knows, right? I chose <laughs> jasmine. Intuitively, I chose jasmine as my oil. What is the... What is the message behind Jasmine? It's known for its sexual purity and balance. Oh, oh my God. You're <laughs> such an intuitive witch. <laughs> and what did you choose, Renee? And then I went Ylang Ylang because it's known as the oil, like aphrodisiac, but working with the inner child. Oh, and I thought, wow, I bet there's a lot of that that happens with the work you do as well. Yeah, so yes. Yes. So much in a child wounding, healing. Mm. Well, for all those people who are listening, I'm sure they have a million questions. We will be sure to share Elisa's information with everybody. Um, we do want to wrap up today's episode in true strip it back style and find out what it was that was your small win for the day. So what was something that brought you immense joy? I might start with you, Renee. Do you want to crack open what your small win was for today? Yeah, I actually was working with one of my clients today, which was, I guess, a small big win. But I feel that, you know, we work with people in this realm and sometimes you get just as much from them from holding the space as they get. And I feel like today was one of those moments of like, wow, I love what I do. Mm. Mm. That's really special, really special. Mm. What about you? For me, my small win was, I'm just trying to think, I had a few today. Oh, I went for a beautiful walk and um, at the waterfront here in Geelong and there's this beautiful pier that um, ends up in a T-shape and I actually walked out to the end of it. It's where I sit and I was doing a little bit of writing and I just sat in this beautiful meditation there. It started to rain a little bit and I'm just like, how lucky, like surrounded by water and it just felt really nice. So thank you. And what about you, Elisa? What was your small win for today? Um, I feel, yeah, I was thinking, I think I had a few today. And on a, on a personal level, I had a few, like, things that usually would trigger me and my partner. And I was so, like, in awe how quick we work through conflicts and feel more connected. Like I was just, I was just like, I feel so blessed. Like it was just, you know, 
a small chi-chi-chi and then we drop to vulnerability and then like we share our vulnerable side and maybe you know share shed some tears and then feel more connected and I was like it's so just quick you know it's just we are so quick I was like in all of that so that's um just just that moment when I realized how um yeah blessed I I felt yeah and it took work to get here I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, because people must see you both and be like, oh, my God, they're like a sexual god and goddess and he's conscious and she's alive and, you know, you're you're human, right? Yeah. Yeah, right, beautiful. I love it. And I think I love that the most about your social media. You are really raw and open and vulnerable. And when I talk to you on the phone um, as a friend or in a client setting or your Instagram, like, it all is the same. Like you're so, so honest and real. So thank you. Mm, I love this because it's the being business and life when you do it in a feminine way, it is the same. And I love, 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 love this conversation too. Women. <laughs> I think we might need to invite you back. I'm sure that our listeners will have lots of questions, but we do want to thank you for your time and thank you for being of service to our community, for me personally and um, everything that you're creating in order for us to start the conversation around females stepping into their power. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Beautiful. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 